Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Talk Extra. And um, my name is Mfon Adam, and with me today is Onyeka Onyepe and Monique Charles Benite. How are you all doing this morning? Good, 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 good. What have you been watching, if I may ask? Me, <laughs> what did I watch this weekend? I, yes, I started watching Billions. Billions? Yeah. What? I haven't, I've been hearing so many good things about it, so I said, let me watch Billions. I've been seeing mm-hmm. that thing. Like, I'm just thinking I've been seeing You know, that you thing. know, House of Cards, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, stock exchange version, I think. Let me put it that way. Something oh. that's riveting as House of Cards that, you know, shows you the in-depth, how things really work in politics. Mm. But this for business. I know necessarily business, but you know those hedge fund people that they always speak mm. English and shorting this and adding this and hey. this point. All those things that have graph. You open textbook to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's quite interesting. The power play, the little things that affect big things, you know, it's 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 a rich mm-hmm. show. You know, I'm really? on like episode five season. Yeah, it's it's did quite you fun. See, did and you there are see, lots of good actors there. Did you ever see the big shots? No. The big shot, the one about the um housing market that crashed and everything. Uh, a while back some of those you know there are some movies that you while you are watching it you need to have like one kind of huge financial textbook next to you like yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to so look at I that. watch uh, yeah, I watch something watch light-hearted I watch something light-hearted yeah like I watch the, the Hustle it's yeah. a hustle. comedy Which crime uh, the 2019 edition with Anne Hathaway Rebel Wilson and Alexander Sharp Oh, really? It really made me laugh. Yes, it's a comedy too. It's about oh, yeah. uh, two female crooks. They come from different backgrounds, and then oh, one yeah. is a yeah. French, and then they try to uh, to con a supposed um, mm. what's the word? They would try to con a supposed uh, software developer yeah. who turned out to be is actually the one conning them. Oh, really? <laughs> it was an elaborate. <laughs> I think and I saw the trailer of that movie. Yeah, in the end, the three of them became a team to con other people. <laughs> and and Hathaway is such a good actress. Oh, she's she such, is. Oh, she's yeah. such, the way she was, what I loved about her most was the way she was able to change accents. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I think she has won an Oscar. I think she won an Oscar yeah. for Black Swan or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Was she Black she Swan or no, Black Black Swan was this other lady that was in the Thor movie. Um oh, mm. God. You see, it fails me. And Hathaway, was she in Black Swan? I don't think she was in Black I Swan. I think she was. You know, there were two ladies. There was Anne Hathaway and uh, um, one uh, was the other lady's name. Oh um, I think <laughs> Anne Hathaway. But you know, she was also in Devil Wears Prada too. Well, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that was, was yeah. in Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. Yeah. You know, she she uh, can yes. be anything you want her to be in a movie. She can be oh, nice. yes, she can... yes, yes. She I can think, be is she not anything. Princess Diaries? Oh, yes, she is. She's the Princess yeah. Diaries. She, so she can be, she can be childish. She can with, be uh, Yeah, she's Any... the Princess Diaries with um, this lady from Sound of Music. Julie Garner. Yeah. Uh, Julie, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Andrews. Sorry, the... Yes, yes. Not yes. I mix that up. Yeah, Julie <laughs> Andrews. Yeah, I go and drink coffee. You need to. You need some. <laughs> <coffee>. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Mm. I mean, so uh, Anne Hathaway was not in uh, the Swan. Maybe you meant uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis okay, is yes, probably yes, the one yes, you were yes, talking yes, about. Yes, 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 yes. So you Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis were in Black Swan, but Anne Hathaway was not in it. Right, really? Okay. okay. Yeah, I Anne Hathaway was there. not there. But anyway, when I remember the name of the movie, I know she was um, in Thor. It's a shame that, you see, it's mm-hmm. like too many, too many things in somebody's brain. Okay. Then, um, so it was a uh, light-hearted movie that I really enjoyed yeah. watching. It was mm. very funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I think I, I saw this um this Aquaman movie, this, um, um, my, my, um is it Jason Momoa? I hope I said his name right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. this yes. new Jason movie they call Sweet Girl on Netflix. And when movie you get, or yeah, series? Yeah, my wife movie, movie. The movie. Oh, okay. When you you know when yeah. you hear the name Sweet Girl and then you see Jason Momoa on the poster, you are like, oh, um, what's sweet, going on here? Sweet girl, is, is he trying to be romantic? You know, you have this this way when you see certain <laughs> actors, you are like, you're used to seeing this guy in this kind of you know superhero mm. type action mm. figure kind mm-hmm. of flick kind of thing. And then at the end of the day, you see him. Oh, you say a movie. I say sweet girl. So when you hear the name sweet girl, the first thing that comes to your mind is, oh, this is like maybe he's trying comedy. to do a romantic film or a comedy. Yeah, yeah. But or my, a but my experience movie. of the film, nothing. Even that film close. is a hardcore film. Nothing <laughs> even close. Everything. I started is the film, but I haven't watched, finished it. It's a hardcore film. Everything. So is in other words, it's a is a what's the word is a um. Ah, is the opposite of it. I'm looking for the right word. It's not a romantic film by any standard because when you're thinking <laughs> sweet girl, you're thinking there's all the whole crashing through the window, um, <laughs> landing on cars, breaking glass, breaking necks, you know, cigar kind of fighting. <laughs> there's absolutely <laughs> nothing sweet about the movie. Crashing through no, trains. No, at all, at all, at all, at all. Crashing through well, trains. That's interesting. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So um the the movie that we want to talk about today actually this uh, the marijuana conspiracy um mm. marijuana conspiracy is basically that we you know at least we first seen the movie and um it's a true story of a 1972 event of how they the Canadian government they were trying to I think they were trying to ban they were trying to okay so uh, so they they tried to yeah. they funded a 98 day study on the effects of marijuana for on a group of women yeah um they actually pitched it as get high get paid don't get arrested <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they, <laughs> they were yeah. trying to prove that legalizing marijuana will result in a country full of lazy and very hungry people <laughs> who bring down the economy <laughs> that was what they were trying to prove. That was the theory they were trying to work towards. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, mm. it did not uh, result in that. So it, um, the result was not what they expected. So they did not publish the results. You know, I get fascinated with all these experiments movie. Like, you know, they mm. say, oh, you, there was an experiment carried. Scientists have done it, probably, possibly published their results and everything. And then now some movie makers said, no, we want to make a movie about the experiment again. So mm. what are you trying to really, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking, what are you really trying to <laughs> tell people again? And, you know, I saw this movie and I was like, ah, okay. You put a bunch of people in a, in a house. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. not people, actually, women. 
Women, yes. Women. They focused on women. They focused on they focused women. Single women. Why, why, why did there are certain things that are lost on me? Why did they focus on women? That's the question. <laughs> we don't know why they chose women. Or were they trying to do that first and they will focus on the men? I think I watched it a second time and I was trying to catch the place why yeah, it was centered it on women. And I mm. don't I couldn't really find find it because you see you know what i understand is that we have this guy who is who works for this um experiment um company and all of that and then they mm-hmm. hire an, an observational psychologist to carry out these mm-hmm. experiments yeah and, yeah and doctors and doctors and you know from the earlier part of the movie you see where the conversation just you know progresses to where they say oh okay we just want to you know carry out this experiment and i have i've I did not really see where they just narrowed it down to women, and that is one thing that is lost on me yeah. for this. For this, um, you know, when I, when I watch the movie again, you know, I try to do some research. I yeah. I also search for the connection to why women, and the only thing I could come up with, which is basically a conspiracy theory, is that the times that was mm. 1972, and you know, you know, um, Charlie just happened, Manson, the Manson murders just happened. Right. I mean, like two, three years ago. So that was the whole hippie revolution globally. You know, other countries have started aping the fashion of American hippies. You know, mm-hmm. England had their own mm-hmm. cultural revolution. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot mm-hmm. of people that were all being hippie. And the look then was long hair, you know, mm-hmm. casual sundress, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bell bottoms mm-hmm. and everything. So I have a feeling that maybe they were trying to show that, okay, you know, this whole carefree, a young girl can leave her house and go and smoke pot, you know, Woodstock, everything. Mm. This is the end result of it, you know, which we've seen people that have followed somebody to go and commit murder because they were maybe they were intoxicated, you know, maybe they were always mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a more of a cultural thing because I can't think of any reason why they will specifically pick out women, single women mm. at that. Yeah. Focus on, yeah. On the experiment. Yeah. So I just felt it was a cultural time of okay, this thing is is going everywhere. You know, whatever happens in America, true TV and stuff, it gets to everybody. So yeah. Canada mm-hmm. must mm-hmm. have been like, okay, hmm, this thing is coming to our side. Let's see if we can nip it to the bud. A lot of people didn't know anything about Canada until recently. Yeah. Yeah. Even now, they are not so open like that. Yeah. Is because of their immigration that is make people think, uh, letting people know more about them. And then mm-hmm. uh, from, um, from what's the word, uh, from experience of people who are now there, who have relocated there, you see that they are still very conservative. Mm-hmm. They are very nice people, but they are very conservative. They are still very, very conservative people. They're very well behaved. That is the experience. Yeah, very I, well behaved. That's I think I have a feeling that an experiment like this may have been carried out on in America, but maybe there's no time to start. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> a much more robust experiment like this would have been carried out, especially because if we are talking on the topic of like marijuana, marijuana, mm-hmm. like you're you're doing a movie titled "The Marijuana Conspiracy." So I mean, the mm-hmm. title is self-explanatory as compared to sweet girl that makes you think it's romantic then you watch it and you see something else you know Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you you see a marijuana conspiracy and actually it is a marijuana conspiracy but if you're going to carry out an experiment for me my opinion is that you want to have yes they actually did have a control group which is normal you understand Mm -hmm, but you mm want to have mm -hmm. you know you want to have the whole spectrum of people 
It's my yes. own expectation. You want to have men. You want to have married men. You want to have single men. Single, you want to have them. Uh -huh. You want to have doctors. But for this, for this particular that. one, they specified single women. That is why I'm more. That's you see. That's the question we've been asking because right now, you know, even if you want to, even if you want to draw some kind of conclusion mm -hmm. and say this is exactly what um, this is exactly what you think from because. Movies sometimes, you know, 10 people go to watch a movie, 10 people come out of the movie and they've watched 10 different things from the movie. That is mm. the nature of movies. Depends on how you interpret certain things. You understand? So you keep um, a group of young ladies in a house and you put a control group. And mm -hmm. some of them are, you know, they are, they are smoking, they are smoking and they are, <laughs> you know, getting high every day. And um, so the government's, really through this particular agency they want to find a reason to ban the drug if i'm correct if the, to ban marijuana and totally get it out of the system but while they are doing this ex experiment the observational um, psychologist basically he's looking and noticing that the people who are actually smoking this uh, marijuana you know they gave them something to be doing they gave them this whole be dead um, thing to yeah, beaded bag. Like yes. uh, they created they a, a um a what's the word? cottage economy for like, them to yes just something that that will tend towards mm -hmm. like it will portend towards work, like something that mm -hmm. they are doing that is productive. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think at a part of this movie, they found that um the girls who are doing this um that smoking the Indian that they're smoking the marijuana. They mm -hmm. tend to be doing a lot more better than the ones that control group, yes, that they were and the control doing. group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm trying to ask myself, okay. Um first of all, when you hear stuff like that, you're trying to say the first thing that may come to the mind, ah, this marijuana, maybe it's not as uh, as, as horrible as, as people <laughs> portray to be, because there are some people that you know when they just hear marijuana, what they are thinking is ah, Igbo. No, it will your brain, it will fry your brain, it will be, it will, it will do this. So what this movie tries to put out there is like there probably is some kind of usefulness in terms as compared to a control group. What are we missing here? Mm. The thing is, I'm 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 yet to see why why you know, like you said, ten people watch go to watch a movie and ten people come out with ten different things. But I think one thing we can all agree on this movie is. Why? The, to yep. me, they're just a big question. Why? Why? Why this? Why did they? You know, why did they have to go this way? What were they trying to achieve? You know, it's 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 a bit it's a bit frustrating because I've, it, it led me down so many rabbit holes of different sorts of research. You know, mm -hmm. whether my runner mm -hmm. does this, and and I'm still yet to see any conclusive thing that can say, okay, at least I have this piece of information that guarantees that this is the result. Everything is still up for grabs. You know, the the the, the results from scientists is still up for debates. You know, some mm -hmm. say, you know, it helps you get better. You know, some say it improves your thinking. Some say it makes you go, you know, a, a certain some way. Some say it helps and, you with pain. It helps yeah, you with it helps pain. pain. Yeah. And and it's, it's it's funny because at least in, there's we all know about medical marijuana. You know, we know that people that take marijuana for, for health reasons. Yep. And... Is the sister to marijuana, let's say regular cigarettes, doesn't have any health benefit, but yet it seems to be something that's glamorous. You know, you see it in movies. Mm. You see the lady mm. holding it, 
the the latest cigarettes or in the late in the cigarette stick and she's looking all mm-hmm. all glamorous and fine but anytime you see marana in the movie it's shown in a seedy apartment you mm. know the rap, it looks mm. like something that was stolen the person yeah. smoking it looks like they're struggling you've never i've never seen anywhere in the movie where a wealthy respectable person is smoking marijuana and i don't know why i've never seen any look, in look. any and it's 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 surprising why that is because from all indications marijuana does not have worse effects than let's say regular cigarettes okay oyeka let me come in there you know that uh, media media also have gatekeepers of course media have gatekeepers so um let's say i think if the big organizations get into producing marijuana they will make it glamorous they will make it glamorous True. like yeah but, but, like but the cigarettes they have the benson yeah. and hedges they have the advert you see how much the cigarette organization uh, the british american tobacco all those people how much they put into advert to make smoking look glamorous yes i think they've bad you know that they have i think the... i think smoking is smoking is is getting old now we are into the vaping era now that's the one that kind of looks <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that even my 10 year old son you know? knows about vaping oh yeah wow that's yeah. the one that that's the one that yeah. is new now that appears to be cool you know like if you see the commercials i think they have one that is there's a jewel or wool i can't remember yeah and but they have they, a lot they're of trying them. To say that it's not as harmful as proper smoking it's an old story that's exactly why I, that's why I, I said what I said because yeah. like you just said vaping is made to look cool and you know mm. it's shows mm-hmm. to be not harmful mm-hmm. you know smoking of shisha a lot of things in that exactly whole shisha is to look cool but mm-hmm. marijuana has never ever been given that you know lease of life what's mm. the ever. reason so yeah it has never been given that lease of life yeah I've no, never no, seen anywhere no. where marijuana looks cool Wait, <laughs> wait, my first, <laughs> of all, first of all, it doesn't look cool because you have to wrap it in a piece of paper to start with. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is nasty. You have no, to have some certain fun, kind of skills. No, no, but I'm fun. Oh, vaping there is from it, Even taking tobacco too, you need to wrap it in a piece of paper. Really? Ah, you know, yeah. some people were born into Facebook. Me, I wasn't born into Facebook. I was born into where cigarette was already. You just carry it. Out. <laughs> when I was born into this world you know cigarettes i saw people holding it and they just carried it and smoked it and everything the the fact okay let us look at what are the facts here the facts here are that you see marijuana itself like i'm talking about let's say in this in the united states now is legalized in certain states i think the problem here is that you see that little place where you cannot say okay you've tested this medicine tested this medicine and found okay Maybe in the, 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 the drug itself, maybe it's not as bad as people may say, but the debates tend to move towards, okay, no, it's not, it may not be this bad, but it, it is a gateway drug that it will lead to, to heroin use and, um, you know, and um, mm-hmm. it will lead you to start taking some much more harder drugs. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. basically one of the main... Um, arguments that i know that apart from this movie i mean I've, I've i've read it up in certain places and i think so far 
um one of the only thing i I, i've come across is where they talked about if you start smoking it at a certain age is when you start having issues in terms of like maybe if you started smoking marijuana at the age of like 10 11 12 and you know 13 i always stand to be corrected (laughs) so the issue is that most of basically what they tell you is that but if you start smoking at a particular age but i have not come across anything that has like any kind of scientific document that will tell you that if you smoke marijuana that it is a gateway drug and it must lead you to start doing uh-huh, um uh-huh. um cocaine i have heard of you know cocaine leading to crack in fact mm-hmm. crack and cocaine uh-huh. they are the same they are pretty much they are the, the same, same. It's just that different compositions they are just different compositions and you know sometimes some people will tell you that okay some people use crack because it's cheaper it goes straight into your your you know your bloodstream, bloodstream. and all that instead of having to break down through your see your your mental your body doesn't have to break it down but if you just shoot it in and everything it just gets you there and keeps you there longer if you remember even alcohol we're talking about if you look at the history of alcohol there was a time it was illegal yeah you remember oh yes 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 yes. the early the the early um... mafia days Mm -hmm. yeah it Mm -hmm. was illegal i mean if you remember i think was it um the era of them uh, al capone and the the rest of them yeah so the uh, what did they call it Uh, what's the name of that thing The, the underground something yeah. Where they they were making moonshine bootleg. and all those kind of yeah mm-hmm. bootleg yeah bootleg yeah, mm. bootleg, yeah. Yes. it was a, yeah so so you you were make, it was illegal but all of a sudden it becomes legal and it becomes taxable and when it becomes mm-hmm. taxable you know you can perhaps then, if they made um, them make marijuana taxable. Maybe it is, it will but, become... but, but that's the medical marijuana that they're experiencing in some states in America. The states that mm. have this medical marijuana, many of them, mm. when they declare their, their income for the year, it supersedes some of these others. There is huge income coming in after the mm. legalization because it appears to, mm. you know, it takes it off the hands of the criminals who are mm. actually using it to, you know, sell mm-hmm. and make money. And mm. people will still mm. use it anyway. <laughs> that's the... <laughs> that's the... That's the mystery of the whole thing. Okay. Mm. Anyway, um, let's just take a little break and then we'll come. We'll return right back. What is marijuana? Marijuana is a plant that people use for various things including medicinal uses, but also recreational uses, personal uses, social uses, religious uses, uh, even industrial uses, and and nutritional uses. All of these things are things that marijuana can be used for. The medicinal marijuana is specifically marijuana that has been uh, targeted or uh, we could say earmarked for use in medical systems. So that could be, uh, for example, in the United States, we have 17 or so states that have laws that allow uh, patients and doctors to use marijuana as part of their medical treatment systems. So we call that type of marijuana medicinal marijuana. Now, what makes that type of marijuana different from regular marijuana or non-medicinal marijuana? Well, at the 2,000 feet level, it's the same. But when when you hone into it, you see that it's Medicinal marijuana may be more oriented towards different types of patients, different types of conditions. It may be more um, more care could have been placed into the way it's produced, into the way it's tested, uh, into the way it's 
packaged and, and delivered uh, to, you know, in, in, a, in a health or medicinal framework. At some particular point in this experiment, the observational psychologist, uh, he says that um, it appears that the girls who make these, um, who, are, who are smoking the marijuana, they seem to be more productive than those in the control group. And they are put through rigorous kinds of tests. You know, there's a particular um, scene in this movie where they just, you know, a subset of different scenes that are just clunked together where you see um, you have to wait. They woke up, the, the alarm goes off at six o'clock. It moves back to 5.45. It moves back mm-hmm. to 5.30, you know. Mm-hmm. And every time this alarm goes off, they are still able to get up out of bed Mm-hmm. and goes which i believe the movie the filmmakers are trying to let you understand in these parts that okay the communication here is that oh no matter how much marijuana you smoke you if you have to get up the next day and go to work you will mm-hmm. get up you probably mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. get up the next day and go yeah. to work yeah and go to work you know so so i mean how bad can it really be if you can do that because i know that with alcohol in if there is a certain kind of alcohol you does anybody remember was that particular scene after they increased the thc content or before they increased the thc content? you know there was a part they increased the thc content the frequency of what they took before mm. they now started increasing the thc content in each in each um rap you know the price increased the amount of rap they took then from there they now um, started increasing the thc content in each rap mm. you know but they had already they had increased things by that time yeah, they had increased it. So even even with the increase of the THC and the THC, what we know about the THC, or what I know about the THC, is that THC actually is the element that gets you high in um in marijuana. Mm-hmm. You understand? And um, I know that right now they some of all this medical marijuana that they have out there, they have some that has um I think the CBD. They they it's less less um THC, less mm-hmm. THC and in, in it. But you see, first of all, this whole this whole thing, if you look at the broad perspective of this movie beyond the experiment itself, you will find that, you see, it has this whole government connotation behind it or what we say in our country, we say there's some small mago mago trying to go on here. Mm. As, far as, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there's something trying to go on here because you see, when the experimental, the observational psychologist tells him that, look, these people appear to be more productive. It appears that he does not want that kind of results because they are trying to, you know, they are trying to do something with regards to this drug on a government level in terms of passing laws. So they, mm-hmm. they kind of needed this result to make these decisions. And what I notice is that you look at a lot of things happening in the governments, you know, because if you look at the history of alcohol, you're talking of opioid crisis now that is happening in America. All these things are all drugs at the same time. And, you know, when you look at, for me, like one of the things that hit me hard when I found out that there's this popular drug they call Adderall, Adderall mm-hmm. and methamphetamine, they are the same thing with different names. I was like, what? The, and you see, Adderall, they give you this thing and it, it helps you, you know, build your focus and everything. Mm. And sometimes if is that for is that for children who have a ADHD? ADHD, God bless you. Yeah. Go check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing mm-hmm. is that <laughs> the thing is when you when you when you hear stuff like that or you read up stuff like that, you understand? Mm. 
you find out that, okay, I think we just have this whole system where we have, okay, people are using stuff, but the government comes in and they want to, okay, let us regulate this stuff. Or, okay, it's okay for people to use it as long as we make money. Because, I mean, if you think of something like alcohol in particular, alcohol basically in terms of may possibly be more dangerous than this marijuana. I don't yes. think so. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a certain way you use alcohol, it wrecks your life. And um, marijuana has been used to as a political tool, I think, in the 80s, you know, when they made all these laws to lock um, African-Americans up in jail and all that, you know. So there's there's just been this huge... There's just been this huge thing around marijuana that we cannot say it is something we can, we want to hold on to. It's it's funny that you know, uh, as at the time this um, how level this experiment was done in 1972, the prime minister at that time, which is the father of the current prime minister, funny enough, um, even though <laughs> it, it, it seemed that there were they, for some reason arrests in cannabis increased exponentially. You know, for a long time in Canada, after the Opium Act that was passed in 1908, there was nobody that was really being arrested. They had maybe like 23 arrests in over 30 years. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like three years, they had over 10, 15,000 arrests for cannabis use. And like I mentioned earlier, I think it was linked to the whole hippie culture movement because mm-hmm. it started like three, four years. All of a sudden, they started arresting people for cannabis use. So they wanted to do something i think they wanted to do something that will give them the backing for the for legal the legislation that they were going to take mm-hmm. yeah for the legislation mm-hmm. they were going to take mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. though we, we say canada is a very progressive and liberal country it wasn't until 2018 you know that was three years after the current prime minister justin trudeau took over that they finally allowed uh, cannabis be sold for recreational use not to encourage it actually but in the old words, to ensure that people, that the criminal elements that are around Manuara don't have a chance to exploit its sale and to protect kids from easy access. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still some funny phrasing about the legalization of cannabis. That is shocking to me because I don't see why it is being shrouded in so much secrecy and made to look like such a bad thing. When there are more people that have had, you know, serious harm done to themselves, from alcohol poisoning and from alcohol-related incidents that Marana has yeah. ever become. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's just it's it's a conundrum to me. It's the more I dig deep into this thing, the more questions I have. Why does Marana have a bad rap? Personally, I'm not exactly always taking things, you know, I drink on those odd occasion, but I'm not someone that enjoys taking things to alter my states at all. Mm-hmm. I like clear-headed mm-hmm. mm-hmm. most of the to time. Be in control of your senses yeah, to be in control of my time. So I am not someone that will be a hypocrite and say that, oh, it should be banned. But personally, I won't encourage anyone to take it. But if I'm being fair, I don't see why marijuana has a bad rap. I actually don't see it. It's, I'm it's, actually trying to figure it out myself because the, the thing is, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, no, like, I mean, as maybe somebody who like, we just look at it and say on the surface, it's not like you're using it or anything, but you just want to look yeah. at it on the surface and say, okay, mm-hmm. with all the facts that we know, there has been more in fact there has been no don't drink and drive campaigns but uh, you see beyond it beyond the whole thing i'm looking at it's just a legal construct 
like you have social constructs. We say, oh, if you wear your car backwards, it's illegal. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with wearing your car backwards? Yeah. Just, uh, just a typical example. Oh, the only thing wrong with it is that a group of people went to Congress and they voted and they passed out legislation and everything and said, okay, some people's opinion just said, no, we don't like seeing people wearing their car backwards, so we just want to make it illegal. Now, at the same time, we say, oh, this thing is really, really, really bad for people. But if we can make money out of it, well, maybe we should just, you know, make it legal. And I mean, I'm talking about alcohol, for example, now, mm -hmm. because in mm -hmm. comparison with this, my one, I think the alcohol is it, it's really, especially, it's a huge problem now. You're having yeah. hospital units setting up, you know, um, 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 rehabilitation centers for mainly alcohol. I think what is happening now with this opioid crisis now, Mm -hmm. that is going on now you're having you know the hospital system being clogged up with people and that come up with all these problems and you know the, the funny part of it is that some of all these things if you if especially if you follow the the, the opioid crisis issue mm -hmm. some of these things started with doctors actually prescribing this medicine and start getting people addicted it yes. wasn't yeah. It wasn't mm -hmm. somebody trying to go out there to say oh no i i feel like getting high i think i just want to go get some drugs no it was somebody was sick, maybe had some kind of pain. You went to your doctor. Your doctor now says, okay, I prescribe so, so, and so, 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 and so for you. And most of these medicines, they have these drugs in them. And then people take it and they can't get off it. I think there's one popular one in, I think, in Nigeria that we normally talk. What's the name of that drug? The one Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a cough syrup. Cough syrup is uh, some uh, analgesic, but um, the boys uh -huh. mix it. You know that you know when you listen to songs, Oyeka, when um, you hear songs of um, uh, what's a small doctor when he's singing yeah. that um, they've taken their water bottle like children, they actually use that water bottle to mix up a, a potent mix of codeine. Um, alcohol, some other things. In fact, so they mix that's, that and they mix it in the water bottle. Uh, yeah, that's actually okay. even a mild version. I've I've heard of of situations where some some nasty uh, young men use it to to date rape the the yeah. feminine. That yeah. they put it in ice cream, and you know, mm, codeine wow. on its own is already. So you you hear someone. We'll put codeine in ice cream, and the girl won't know why she's just all of a sudden helpless to helpless, fend yeah. off the advances, you know. Or you see them walking around with coke bottles, you know, they go and buy a regular bottle of coke and they pour yeah. codeine inside. You can never mm -hmm. tell that there's something inside. If inside, you drink it, yeah. the only thing you will know is you will start feeling a certain way after, you know, mm. and it's such a huge problem. You know, there was a popular rapper in America who who popularized it in, in the in the last 10 years and you know it became something that a lot of young people started doing because it was it was easy and it was accessible for a lot of countries that don't have proper laws like america where you need a prescription to get even an aspirin yeah in places like nigeria you can just walk in anybody i mean a five-year-old child can say my mommy said i should buy codeine i don't sell this to the person you know because you have mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of you know pop-up pharmacy stores all over the place you know, you all just over see somebody, the place. Yeah. somebody wants yeah. to sell football and a sponge and he's looking for extra uh, customers. He will not say, let me go and buy Panadol, let me go and buy Codeine, let me go and buy malaria tablets. And he has set up, so you now see uh, something, something, and something pharmacy stores. 
And that's <laughs> it. So they have no training. They uh, have no uh, understanding uh, of what they're selling. Uh, um, Oladele yeah. uh, chemist. The guy is not not a trained pharmacist, and some of these people go as far as even giving people injections without having. Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. They give injections. So in that in that situation, a lot of young people you see them walking into buy codeine. Sometimes they buy codeine four times in a day. I mean, who who mm. covers that bad? Even COVID doesn't make sense. Nobody's regulating. Nobody's regulating stuff. I, at least I know There's that. There's another one. Tramadol. There's also the issue of tramadol. Yeah, tramadol. That's, yeah. The, yeah. that's the first a one that I forgot. A lot of people yeah. that work in the low factory, you know, there are Chinese factories around here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Those boys and girls who work in such factories, they use tramadol to get strength. Hmm. They use it, they drink it. You hear them talking about it to each other. And unfortunately, it is not regulated either. You can just walk into any pharmacy or any chemist, patent medicine, support and unquote, <laughs> to say you like to buy tramadol. And it's of, also addictive. Most of this yeah. medicine that are, that are like out there now, you know, that mm-hmm. we say are addictive and we say, okay, what is wrong? Now, the way I process it is that if we say alcohol is bad, then it alters the mind state, which is the standard. And mm-hmm. we say, okay, opioid is bad. It alters the mind state. Then we say marijuana is bad. It alters the mind state. So first of all, all these things alter the mind state. So we say, okay, some are legal, some are illegal. The big question we ask, why? Okay, if we look mm-hmm. at the Olympics, like I think the recent Olympics that happened, you know, we had this um, American um, runner, I think her name was Shakari mm-hmm. Richardson also. Yeah. She yeah. tested positive for marijuana, if I'm correct, because it wasn't mm-hmm. any other thing that, that you know, oust her, ousted her from that um, competition. Um, it was the marijuana test. And uh, the big question here was that, was it a performance-enhancing drug, first and foremost? So um, we all saw how she ran a race it's, and she, she blew it out of the park and tested positive. And then um, when she got cleaned out, she ran the race again and then she pretty much came in last, if I'm correct. And, you know, the, the conversations we saw out there were basically, oh, okay, that appears it is a drug. For me, I feel that it's just, okay, if we say for sports, I don't think mm-hmm. you can go and have 10 bottles of beer before you go and run uh, 100 meters. <laughs> <days. laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, I don't because think you that. need your brain to be sharp. What about the marijuana? Exactly. So that's what we are saying now. You, For you, if you are a sports person, if you want to compete with sports, you avoid alcohol for a few days before then, right? Isn't it just the construction or the paperwork of the people who just said, no, we allow this or we do not allow this for like, you know, I'm not a scientist. I cannot tell you what exactly constitutes performance enhancement. In fact, I've been in this debate with people before. We say, okay, what about the Nike shoe that has all this spring in them? What about all these shirts that you build? The Adidas uh, uh, shirts that Oscar Pistorius and all that, you know, that other countries don't have that may help, you know, the as you're running the wind is passing through the thing too far. You (laughs) you run moving you faster than you. What is what what (laughs) please what is performance enhancement? Can it be defined? Is it only the drug? Is it only what you take in your system or technology to Uh, help you? Let's talk about that. I think we also need to have that conversation. And you know, some countries like uh Let's say most of the African countries that go there, 
they don't know all this technology who wants to tell mm-hmm. them they may come mm-hmm. with the normal adidas shoes with the old model unless they have somebody mm-hmm. in the international sphere that may be able to say okay this is what's going on here we need to have it for our own country and I, I mean that is a different conversation altogether but my question always in terms of with regards with regards to sport what constitutes performance enhancements that is mm. for me i don't i don't know because <laughs> i've had that debate before Let's go for a break and then we'll come back. So here's some tidbits about ADHD. First, I get asked this question quite a bit by people. It's like, well, what's the difference between speed and this medication? And I tell them, you know what? There's not a whole lot of molecular difference. If you look at the molecule of amphetamine and you look at the molecule of methamphetamine, the only difference is a methyl group. Now, methyl group is a carbon atom with three hydrogen atoms. Now, that's not a whole big big difference molecularly, but it's a whole lot of difference as far as how those molecules work. Um, when you add a methyl group to an amphetamine, what it does, it makes it cl- cross the blood-brain barrier. Now, the blood-brain barrier is this barrier between your blood and your brain that will only let certain molecules in um, in order to protect your brain. And when you add the methyl group to the amphetamine, it gets through it really fast. And anything that gets through the blood-brain barrier really fast, especially if it is a drug of abuse, um, it can hammer home real easily. For me, the only reason why, you know, the government would have spent all this money, paid a couple of people to come and have an experiment done, and at the end of the day, you refuse to release the results. My question here is, why? And, you know, this movie shows you, like, I think one of the participants of this experiment, <laughs> this movie shows her, she had, many years after they had left the um, marijuana Big Brother house and went to, <laughs> to you know, when they had left. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> That's what it was, actually. Marijuana Big Brother. Yeah, 98 yeah. days. Yeah. 98 days. I mean, what is a Big Brother? It's not 90 one. days. So you can't watch TV, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. All you're going to be doing there is smoking from when. So they they squash bringing out the results. And then we find that many years later, and we see this scene where she's actually smoking all that many years later, and she's already old. And then Mm -hmm. she sees where I think um, it's now the the announcement is made on TV. And then she says, it's Mm -hmm. about time, as in, you know, Mm -hmm. it's about time. We know there have been a lot of crusaders going around the country trying to legalize marijuana, asking the big questions. I mean, we've seen Elon Musk at a particular time picking up his um his um wrap of marijuana and smoking on a show, which blew up I think Twitter. At a, show, I think. Exactly, you know, which blew up Joroka. Twitter at a particular point in time. And I ask and I say, okay, this thing is as if okay, people are fighting it subtly, and um for some reason. It is still not um, legal in uh, many quarters. And 
I just want to conclude is that there's something that um, we don't, in clear terms, is not being said. The documentaries are out there. Don't get me wrong. I've seen all some most of those documentaries that had um, is it Dr. Sanjay Gupta of CNN, you know, talking about the the, the uh, marijuana thing and showing mm-hmm. the health benefits. It mostly centered on the health benefits, but with all drugs, we know that there is always a street version and. Mm. sometimes that is mm. where the mm. issue is mm. and i want to believe that the only thing i noticed in this movie is they increased the thc they did not mm-hmm. give you the one that they mixed with horse uh, horse uh, what's the <laughs> 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 Chocorized, the chocorized version of it that will take you to, <laughs> to another planet. But what do you think? Was the what would be your guess with regards to this result? All I can come up with is the conspiracy. Well, normally when things like this are happening, when there's so much confusion around something that should be so plain, I can only say follow the money. So who stands to gain or who stands to lose if marijuana is legalized? Um, mm. maybe big tobacco. Maybe big tobacco loses money. If you put my if marijuana has health benefits in certain doses, and you put it beside regular cigarettes that has no benefit at all, most likely they will lose. They would marijuana lose their, their, their mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So on, on one on one hand, I can say maybe that is it. Then, as you mentioned earlier, you talked about the opioid crisis. The opioid crisis is a situation where people are getting hooked to drugs that they're taking for you know for proper. For medical issues, try get better for medical issues. So, if we have a natural drug that supposedly handles pain and all those things without you getting Mm -hmm. hooked to it, it also Mm -hmm. means that big pharma loses money. So, exactly. Oh, yes, yes. So, this is my original. (laughs) Big pharma said. No they are, they are now, so it's the case of uh, the enemy of my enemy. My enemy. <laughs> because I can't see any reason why my mother is doing Because even the things that are totally illegal, you know, the whole cocaine, crack, heroin, it's mm. it still doesn't get as bad as a rap. You know, you see movies where somebody sleeps cocaine and he doesn't, he's not made to look like he's an evil person. Mm. But every exactly. time somebody smoking marijuana. He's a low life hanging on the corner. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, and, cocaine and crap, right. they do more, more horrible damage. They look, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it, you will you will recall that lady that I think it was um Ufa that shared that um, documentary. The lady years later, she shared yeah. that mm-hmm. since that time of yeah. the uh, of 1972, maybe she has smoked maximum of four or five times. And yeah. she's living a, a productive life. So uh, apparently... Mm-hmm. So it appears it's not addictive because what I got from that documentary, addicted. it appears it's not addictive. Exactly. That, yeah. That is not... A, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, like crack cocaine and the, the rest mm-hmm. of them that they tell you that, mm-hmm. look, this thing is... is a, is a, if, it, if you start it, you're probably not going to come out of it because your body is yeah. craving for it. You're going to mm-hmm. sell your car, sell mm-hmm. everything just mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. you get you you mm-hmm. get the high. So mm-hmm. it, it appears to me that it's not addict. I mean, this is what we are seeing from what these movie makers are telling us. Most of these documentary filmmakers are talking about the, uh, the uh, you know, the this in comparison to this opioid alcohol addiction and mm-hmm. every other thing. 
So, I mean, for, there's something unique I just mentioned. I, I, in all honesty, I have never thought about it that way because I know that there's all this, um, there's this unholy competition that goes up across industries. And of course. what happened, I think some of the cigarette manufacturers are the people who morphed into this um, vape manufacturers. So that is why yeah. they probably may not be experiencing too much problems there because cigarettes already, they already had that problem with regards to the fact that you have to put that stamp on the packet that says cigarettes are liable to die. Young. No, no, you are liable to die young. You remember mm-hmm, when we talked mm-hmm. about the seven dwarfs, the seven um, mm-hmm. CEOs of um, mm-hmm. the cigarette companies um, yeah. that came out and swore, they swore <laughs> on their great-grandfathers and their ancestors that there is nothing wrong with cigarettes. Meanwhile, <laughs> this guy was standing out there as the lone wolf screaming. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. role was played by Russell Crowe in the movie. Yes, it, um, the insider. The insider. You understand? And he was saying that, look, I have worked in Pfizer, I've worked here, I've worked here, and we, I know that there are substances in these cigarettes. That, that is the reason why when they, they moved over to the vaping era, and I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember those CNN mm-hmm. reports where they started saying people's lungs are filling up and all that, mm-hmm. and you started mm-hmm. having all these mm-hmm. CEOs again popping up on TV and saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Then, then, then I think I, I remember one, was it a Chris Como or somebody asked the CEO, said, do you smoke it? Does your son smoke <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like the the typical nino brown you sell it to your you, you you won't sell it to your mother you won't sell it to your sister you won't sell it to your brother but you're going to sell it to your boy on the streets and that's the reason why we need to understand exactly what it is why is this one illegal is it more of the politics about it is it more of the you know the big competition behind it and what this movie just tells me basically is that it's um for the fact that the results were not released well it just leaves you with till date question marks huh they're not they were not released till date yeah Mm. till date it's not released no follow-up on the participants nothing but a a film like this makes you leave your own inferences you know know, i think what this what the person the, the the person that made this movie did is they want people to to dig up answers and and force people to react a certain way because to show their hands yeah i am yeah. left with more questions you know i have been someone i'm abivalent towards marijuana you know if you want to legalize it fine you know just you know keep it safe keep it you know handle it the way a government should handle it do the right thing you know i'm abivalent towards it but watching this movie i'm now curious why okay why not why are you stopping people from accessing this thing? You know, there are so many people that can grow marijuana within that compounds. It's easy to grow. It's not something that is difficult to, to, to grow. Yeah. You know, you can grow it in almost any climate. So there are so many people that could even, can even escape poverty if you give them a chance to grow marijuana since it's something that is in such high demand. So oh, why, by the why... way, did you um oh yeah did you hear one of our governors is already going globally to go and mm-hmm. get um how you can uh, export marijuana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. In the southwest states, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, export marijuana southwest from states. Nigeria. Eh? Yes, 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 because they yeah. in that state they they <laughs> grow it very well. So he just wants to make okay. So since you're growing it, let's start exporting. Let's it. supply you guys. Are you legal? <laughs> yeah. It's legally he's already he's so making contacts he's going he's traveling exactly. abroad to the countries where it is legalized so they can export from their states to the place so exactly. he's looking That's for the, the quality 
the level of quality they want so that they can plant mm-hmm. it right from the beginning and everything. Mm. It makes good business sense. It sounds like a good business idea as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, if it's legal in some places and they're going to use it, and I mean, I can I can produce it and you need it. I, I think you, you come by from me and we sell it to you. I think even some countries, some of all these Asian countries, I don't know even if it's Af- Af- Afghanistan or so, some of them, all, all, this, mm-hmm. all this opioid, and it's mm-hmm. part of their own business state too. And some people will say some of all these fights in there, some undertone that some big controllers yeah, yeah. because of yeah. these drugs mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. that does not come to the forefront of you know the surface of the news. But it's just of course it's just um you just hear some people are being radicalized and blowing up themselves. But anyway, that is their their own basic story. I don't see I see a situation whereby marijuana eventually will be legalized as long as governments can find a way to make money from it. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, and then, because the, the thing is this, when you criminalize it, you know, in America, there's this whole conversation about the privatization of the prison system. So you mm. criminalize yeah. it and you, you can catch exactly. people with certain companies. I was companies, just about to say this. You know? exactly. So that criminalization, you have more people thrown in jail for it. And yeah. would it be more profitable to certain individuals to have more people thrown in jail? Because mm-hmm. once you legalize it, it actually encroaches into your market space because less people yes. get thrown in jail for yep. things like that. And you see, it's it's um it's a huge, I think it's a multifaceted conversation where yeah. you have yeah, it's you have a lot of um things that could just happen based on somebody's whole idea of no. We say no to it. We've seen debates about oh. Blood pressure medicine. Why must somebody be taking it every day? Can't we just have this one pill to fix everything? If you create mm-hmm. that one pill, mm-hmm. guess who's going to be fighting against you? Some pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies you want to really oh, take yes. out of their yes, mouth. Yes, yes, you know? because they need you to keep yeah. coming back. Yeah, HIV. Oh, um, antiretroviral drugs. Why does somebody mm-hmm. have to take a particular drug for them? If you come out tomorrow and say you have a for AIDS, you better hire bodyguards and hire because you know how many billions of dollars you're actually going to come. So I think the movie actually just, you know, takes you from a... It, it goes from the government angle, takes it down to the individual angle, and then automatically leaves the viewer with this whole idea of ah, what did I just watch and what am I? It's not, it's not giving me the homework to say okay, let me figure out <laughs> this mm-hmm. this particular thing. Uh, let me figure this thing out. There are so many people who are, as you mentioned, you mentioned the prison system in in mm. America. You know the whole privatization of of the prison system. There are so many people who have been incarcerated in America just for a simple you know marijuana possession. Yeah, you know, the person, especially the African American community, yeah. you know, and it's all like in, Amer- in California that had at the time, I think it has been abolished now, but at the time they had the three strike, three striker out uh, mm. rule, where even if you mm. your crime was slapping someone, if you slap someone and you arrested because mm-hmm. you slap someone, then the next day you you got angry you slap someone, if you slap somebody again mm-hmm. the third time. You have twenty minimum of twenty five years to life. You have the twenty five. It kicks mm. in automatically. If you've been arrested for a crime, automatically three times, three mm. strikes are out. Basically, like like baseball, you know. And for thing as for something as as minor as somebody smoking marijuana or selling marijuana on the side to augment that that income, you know, maybe mm. to send a child to school or to, you know to further their education, lives have been destroyed completely. And uh, you know, if 
if anything can be done to decriminalize it, it lets it be done. You know, I remember this old reggae song, Peter Tosh. Legalize it. <laughs> but don't. You know, I mean, yeah. Jamaicans, you know, okay. oh, yeah. we all saw what they did. We all saw mm. what they did in the recent Olympics. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the of and then they are one country that has no problem with smoking of weed. You know, but oh, they smoking. have no problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> so come on why not just legalize it and save everybody the headache you know at the end of the day i think we are um i think it's something that is in the hands of government and it's legalized in certain states but i know that there are certain jobs you want to do that you if you they find it in your system because on the one yeah. hand even Drop if you test. make it even if you make it um legal on the other hand, you could be, I mean, if you want to go look for a job somewhere and they would say, okay, we want to send you for a drug test. And guess one of the things they are testing for? THC in your blood. If you have THC in your blood, you probably will not get the job. So on the, it, it's like, um, yes, it's legal, but it's not for everybody. It means that, oh, you want to go do certain kind of things with your life, you probably probably might not be a good idea for you to, to be, you know, taking um medicine like that and on that note i think um, we've come to the end of another episode of real talk extra thank you everybody for listening thank you Monica, for joining us today thank you fun onyeka love and love light, light. <laughs> all right legalize it Thank you for listening to Real Talk Extra. That's R-E-E-L Talk Extra. Do us a solid and follow us everywhere that you listen to your podcast. We love feedback. So you can send us an email at podcast at realtalkextra.com. Or you can send us a WhatsApp message. And the number is plus one nine one nine two eight three six four four eight. That's WhatsApp only. Thanks once again for spending this time with us and we will see you at the next reel.